0: Hi, it's Tom Hogan here. We've got something special for our listeners this episode, but before we get there, I need to make a special announcement. You're probably wondering why we've had a few weeks off, and you're frantically clicking refresh on your favourite podcast app. Where's the latest episode of Obscure Music History, you're asking, out loud, on public transport. I need it. Well, weirdo, I've got a few answers for the same question. Firstly, Obscure Music History was a finalist at the 2018 Australian Podcast Awards for Best Comedy, and I'm just as baffled as you are, since I consider this podcast to have more of an investigative journalism kind of vibe. Before you ask, no, I didn't win, and no, I don't resent the winning sitcom podcast Childproof. However, I will burn my name into their front lawn with petrol, just as a way to kind of open dialogue between peers. It's just how we do it in the industry. And at the awards night, I also met the guys from Welcome to Patchwork, and they're just delightful in person as they are on air, so check them out. Secondly, in order to crack that investigative journalism genre, I've just launched another podcast. This is a miniseries called Missing Richard Mercer. Listeners in Sydney and Melbourne may be particularly interested in my hunt for the love god and classic radio host Richard Mercer of Love Song Dedications fame. Where is he now, you ask? Well, let me tell you. I don't know. But if you'd like to join me and my friend Bonnie in our quest to find him, search and subscribe to Missing Richard Mercer. Or you can just visit missingrichardmercer.com. And if you know where he is, please send me an email at missingrichardmercer at gmail.com. Thirdly, and perhaps most importantly... I've spent the last month in the international sound and radio archives and I dove way back into the past and I found, get this, another radio show called Obscure Music History. This is a prolific and forgotten radio program that it seemed to run throughout the 1940s and 50s featuring music that was obscure back then. There are a whole bunch of interesting parallels between this podcast and that radio show as it also features interviews with the artists and clips from the original source material. So, this week, rather than a new Obscure Music History episode, I'm just going to play an old episode from the other Obscure Music History, and then you can compare. (laughs) Well, thanks everyone. I'll speak to you soon. This is Obscure Music History, an investigative anthology of B-sides and rarities of unpopular music. I'm your host, Tim Hognor this episode, Lenny Ziff's Is It Your Love I'm Buying?
1: Is it your love I'm buying? Is it your time I'll share? You have such delicate ways...
0: My name is Lenny Ziff, and I'm most well-known for my feature film, Man About Town, which was... the second film. In history, to have audio synchronised with visuals. Yeah, I mean, it it would have been the first, but there were some uh, complications. Anyway, uh, letting bygones be bygones, I'm here to talk about my song from that film, Is It Your Love I'm Buying. There are some real superstar musicians playing on this song. First of all, there's me, on vocals. You can really hear the arrangement supporting my idiosyncratic vocal style. (laughs) It's a little bit of Emperor there.
1: Oh, yeah, I can do it.
0: You have to remember. This was a different era. A lot of things have changed since 1927. For instance, back then, most colours hadn't been invented yet. And you can even see that in the film, there's just mostly a lot of black and a lot of white combinations. But now that it's 1951, humans have invented red, blue and three other colours. The song Is It Your Love I'm Buying is a product of its time. It really was written to support the film Man About Town which covered some material that was considered shocking in its time. Lyrically, the title refers to paying for the company of an amputee prostitute, for instance. As a consequence of social etiquette in the late 20s, I couldn't be so open about it back then. Thankfully, the idea of sex work is slowly on its way to being normalised in today's society, and in time I'm hoping that the rest of society aren't going to be so judgmental about everyone else's jobs, or their reasons for doing so. Some aspects of the song don't really hold up though. For instance, I use a um, a double bass to support this song. I'm not sure I'll ever be able to make that up to my listeners. I just want to let them know that I'm truly sorry and I vowed never to be involved with their kind ever again. I'm not proud of my decision or who I was when I recorded this song. I'm still haunted by the horrendous decision to include a double bass, and my only defence is that in 1927, I was stupid and ignorant, but I hope I can clear my conscience, I hope I can find the penance and beg forgiveness for this in time. Do I remember opening night? (laughs) Do I remember exactly how my film became the second feature-length film to synchronise audio and visual material? Yes, of course. Our film was scheduled to screen at the Cinema Paradiso, however, in the week of our very first screening, it was reported that a large black bear, Muffles, had escaped from the local city zoo, and we were told that Muffles would be looking for a warm and dark space for hibernation, so to keep our eyes peeled. What happened next is, um, well, it's unlucky, that's all I can say. You see, the film opens with quite a long, and admittedly quite boring by modern standards, panning shot of an empty landscape alongside a soundtrack of ambient easy listening lullabies. The child that I'd hired to run the projector fell asleep during the opening sequence and the film stock caught on fire. The child awoke to see the fire and grabbed what he thought was a large soft fluffy blanket sitting in the corner of the room. However that blanket well it turned out to be muffles. Who had found the projection room to be a nice, warm, dark space to hibernate in? Amongst the commotion, the Cinema Paradiso burned to the ground and most of the film reels had been lost. And the rest, as they say, it's history. It's time for local news. Muffles, everyone's favourite local city black bear, has been returned to the zoo. Zookeepers say Muffles is home and safe. According to the captors, Muffles was found, strangely, not hungry. In other news, a child projectionist is nowhere to be found after a nearby cinema and brothel is... And now, here's Is It Your
1: Love I'm Buying. Is It Your Love I'm Buying? share, you have such delicate ways. the limb you have, the one I need, tell me pretty lady, tell me if you mind.
0: Obscure Music History is produced by Tom Hogan. All songs from this podcast are available on Spotify and iTunes. You can subscribe on Stitcher or iTunes Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts from. And for more information, visit obscuremusichistory.com. And just in case you thought I was joking about the other podcast, there there really is one that I've made called Missing Richard Mercer, so you should probably look it up. Uh, I'll put it all in the show notes.